Good evening and welcome to week 5 of our Lent 1010 series. We trust that you have been blessed by the nightly sharing and the prayer time you have with your family and friends after each session. This week, we will be considering Jesus' finished work on the cross under the theme, It is Finished. And over four nights leading to Good Friday, we will be considering what it really means when Jesus cried, It is finished on the cross and what it had accomplished for each one of us. Our New Testament Bible is written in Greek and the Greek word for it is finished is this one word, tetelestai. There are many aspects in which this word tetelestai can be used, but this evening, we are looking at this word from the business or accounting perspective, which means the debt has been fully paid. Our sins are debts to God, which we wretched sinners, the debtors, cannot pay. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The payment for the debt that we owe for our sins has to be paid in blood, by blood. Why blood? Under the Old Testament in Leviticus 17 verse 11, we read, For the life of a creature is in the blood, and I have given it to you to make atonement for yourselves on the altar. It is the blood that makes atonement for one's life. And in the New Testament, in Hebrews 9.22, it is written, In fact, the law requires that nearly everything be cleansed with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Since the wages or the debt payment of sin is death, as the life of a creature is in the blood. So my dear brothers and sisters, as you have seen in both the old and new covenants, they were put into effect by blood. The blood proved that death has occurred, thereby enforcing and enacting the will of the one who died. And we read this in Hebrews 9 verse 17. So it was necessary for both covenants to be ushered in by blood because firstly, it proved that death has occurred because blood is the life force. And secondly, it, has, it was given for atonement. So without it, there can be no forgiveness of sin. The life of the flesh is in the blood. So your life is in the blood. Imagine if you let out your blood in a constant flow, you will die. And if you want to check if you have a healthy life, what do the doctors do? They will check for it in your blood. That's why you have blood tests. The blood test will tell you whether you have this condition or that condition, right? So let's read in 1 Colossians chapter 2, uh, verses 13 to 14, if you have your Bibles or you can follow me on screen. When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, 
God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins. Having cancelled the charge of our legal indebtedness which stood against us and condemned us, He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. So when Jesus cried, Tatalastai on the cross, finished, He has paid in full your debt and my debt of sin through the shedding of His blood by being that one perfect sacrifice nailed on the cross. Now let us refer to some verses from Hebrews uh, chapter 9. Uh, you can refer it in your land devotional, but I just want to highlight certain aspects of Hebrews chapter 9. In Hebrews chapter 9 that we would have read in the land devotional, I want us to focus on the word appear or appearance of Jesus before God the Father. In Hebrews chapter 9, you can find the word appear uh, three times in the passage. Alright, let's look at the first appearance. The first appearance after He's finished His mission on earth, we look at verse 23 to 24. Let's read it together. It was necessary then for the copies of the heavenly things to be purified with these sacrifices. But the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than this. For Christ did not enter a sanctuary made with human hands. There was only a copy of the true one. He entered heaven itself, now to appear for us in God's presence. Now that our debt of sin has been paid by Jesus, He appeared for us or He represents us in God's presence. When Jesus died and cried, it is finished. The veil that separated the people from the presence of God in the temple was torn from top to bottom. We have access to God now through Jesus' blood. So that was the first appear in Hebrews chapter 9. And let me tell you something which is very interesting. Do you know that the word blessing comes from an old English word, blood sien or blood sien, which means to consecrate, make holy, to give thanks. So blood sien or blessing is marked with blood. We now know that blessing comes only through the blood. Jesus shed His blood and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness, there is no cleansing and now He appears before God on our behalf. So that is the first appear we read in Hebrews 9. The first appear here where Jesus is doing for us is the Greek word emphernizo. So if you look up at Vine's uh, dictionary, a uh, study of words, Vine will tell you that the M is like a prefix that intensifies the word phenizo. So phenizo is Greek for shine. So it's the intensified shining forth. Jesus appears before Father God, shining for us. Remember the high priest garments? 
In other words, He represents us before God. When God looks at you and me today, God doesn't look at you to judge you for your sins. God looks at Jesus and sees our sin fully paid and God sees Jesus shining. Now moving on uh, to the second appear in Hebrews 9, let's see verse 25. And in verse 25, we read, Nor did he enter heaven to offer himself again and again the way the high priest enters the most holy place every year with blood that is not his own. Otherwise, Christ would have to suffer many times since the creation of the world. But he has appeared once and for all at the culmination of the ages to do away with sin by the sacrifice of himself. So verse 26 is in contrast with what the priest needs to do. They must enter every year with the blood of bull and goats. Why? Because the blood of animals is not sufficient. But Jesus entered once. His blood is more than enough. Amen? So His blood is eternal. He then would have to suffer often since the foundation of the world if His blood was not eternal. But now, once at the end of the ages, He has appeared. So this is the second appear here in Hebrews 9 and which is to do away with sin by the sacrifice of himself. The word appeared here is the Greek word phanero. Phanero means manifested. He was manifested to say he appeared and was manifested here. What does it mean? Jesus didn't appear for the first time in human history as a baby, but he pre-existed with the Father. He was ever the Son with the Father. By Him, the Father created all things, but He was manifested as a baby, taking upon human body to die for you and for me. So once and for all, He has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of Himself, by being manifested or appeared in a human body as that perfect sacrifice. And lastly, in verse 28 of Hebrews 9, we read, So Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many, and He will appear a second time not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for Him. Those who are eagerly waiting for Him, Jesus will appear a second time. So the third appear here in Hebrews 9 is this word optanomai in the Greek. Opto means optics, optical, ophthalmologist. That means He'll appear before our eyes. He's not returning in the spirit realm, but He's returning visibly. You will have the optical vision of Him. A second time, He will appear. Jesus appeared the first time to put away sin. 
this second time, apart from sin, He will appear for salvation. He will come again not to deal with our sins. He appeared that one time on the cross to put away our sin. It is finished. So as far as Jesus is concerned, it's done. He has paid it in full and fulfilled the putting away of sin from the sight of a holy God. That when God looks at you and me today, it's not that we are perfect in our behavior or in our flesh, but God sees no sin on you because He sees Jesus in each one of us. So when Jesus comes again, it's not to deal with our sins, but it is to bring salvation and the redemption of our bodies to be like His glorified body. Hallelujah! For the Saviour, the Lord Jesus, is the one who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to His glorious body. And truly, this is the word tetelastai, paid in full. Jesus has paid the debt of our sin fully on the cross. Amen and Amen. So, let's pray even as we bring this to a close. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes and pray. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that truly, we thank you that you have paid the debt of our sin fully. And even when you cried on the cross, Tatalestai, finish, it was paid in full. We thank you, Lord, that you have forgiven all our sins and you have cancelled the charge of our legal indebtedness which stood against us and condemned us. You have taken it away, nailing it to the cross. And we thank you, Lord, that truly, once and for all, O Lord, you have paid in full the sins of many. So we thank you, Lord, that even as we consider how the debt of our sin has been fully paid, and when I think of ourselves and even myself, a wretched sinner, we are so deeply indebted to you, we are so deeply loved by you, O Lord. And we thank you, Lord, that because of your shed blood, that all my sins have been fully paid by you, O Lord. So we thank you, we bless you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. So let's spend some time reflecting uh, on what has been shared tonight and I'll see you again tomorrow with another segment of It Is Finished. Bye.